Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, deja vu all over again for Padres fans. Guardians take the opener of the two-game series, 3-1. Padres offense, once again, nowhere to be found. The clutch hitting, once again, lacking this team. No Juan Soto. We need to get into Fernando Tatis Jr. here tonight. But more importantly, on field, the Padres need wins, and they keep uh, finding ways not to do that. Nine runs in their last five games against the Nationals and the Guardians. Nine runs. In their last five games, they lose game one. We'll see if they can bounce back against Cal Quattro, of all people, tomorrow in game two of this two-game series. It's John and Jim. We're with you for the next hour. It's the wrap-up show. As you make your way in, please subscribe. We have year-round Padres content for you. Smash the like button for us as well. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. If you want to become a member and get the custom emojis and the badges and the members-only content, click the Join button next to the Subscribe button down below. And we'll get to all the Super Chats tonight. Just click that dollar sign in the chat. But the Padres lose. Um, it looks a lot like every day recently. Juan Soto scratched. Very concerning. Back tighten up. No Soto. No clutch hitting. Mike Clevenger, good, Jim. But the Padres don't do anything on offense again. Different day, same story. Different day, same story. I don't know what's going to fix this team. Um, the Juan Soto th- injury tonight, hate it. <laughs> you can't be like, this isn't April. This isn't May or uh, this is not April, May, June game. I'm not blaming Juan Soto here, but like, this is like the worst time to get injured. <laughs> like you can't you, injuries. This team just cannot go through another year where they have injuries down the stretch. And you bring Juan Soto when he gets injured? Like, what the fuck? What? Well, hopefully he's not. I mean, one game, you know, things happen. Yeah, hopefully it's just yeah, one you know, of those, like, precautionary than, things. Yeah, if it's Again, more than one so, or two days, that's concerning. But one game, it's hard like, to get just, overly just, concerned. Let's just replay Friday's show. It's the same, same fucking story with this team. Or Sunday's show. Same. Can't score runs. Can't hit with runners in scoring position. They're terrible on offense. They have no slug. They can't get a clutch hit for life dependent on it. Um, different day, same story, man. Well, there's, but there are differences. I mean, this team tonight is one for eight. They leave on 10. Cleveland, you know, in this game had four hits. They were one for six with men in scoring position. But the difference, like you just said, was slug. This is one of the worst slugging teams in baseball, Cleveland. So are the Padres. Um, but Cleveland came in 29th in homers. They hit two home runs in this game. Their bullpen is unbelievable. You know, you, you think the Padres have a good bullpen, and I think wow. at times the Padres do have a good bullpen. The the Guardians' bullpen is unbelievable compared to the Padres' bullpen. A uh, classe, the former Padre farmhand, as good as any closer right now in baseball, 
with that one, two, three, ninth inning. Let's get to some of these supers. Johnny Jim with you. Please subscribe. What do you got? Uh, Melvin says Soto probably won't be available tomorrow. It doesn't surprise me with the one o'clock game. It really doesn't. If your back tightens up the night before you play a day game, that doesn't shock me at all. I blame the camel. Blame the camel. Yeah, that's right. He's riding the camel. I blame the camel. And I also wow. blame this internet. Yeah, Apologies. Your bad. Uh, Ryan, thank you for the super. So, I mean, without Soto, I mean, you can't play like Alfaro and Grisham and Drury gets tossed. And it was a perfect storm of doing nothing on offense, to be honest with you, without Soto and Drury and with the struggles of some of these players. Ryan, thank you. He says, watching paint dry is more exciting right now. It's comparably exciting. Should we start a paint dry channel, Ryan? Yes. Let's watch paint dry. Do that. Because that's what it feels like watching this Padres offense. And games. It's just literally just like this. Are they going to score a run? Are they going to get hit with the runners in scoring position? They're not? Oh, cool. That's the game. (laughs) I mean, if there's any good news, the Brewers lose. The Phillies come from behind to beat the Reds, but the Brewers do lose. You're a game and a half up on that spot. I want to say the Giants beat the Tigers. I have no clue. It was 3-0 in the sixth inning, so I assume they did. So the Giants pull a game closer, five and a half. If they did beat the Tigers today, I'm assuming they did. Um, Juan, thank you for the super. He says, so why is Crone still getting a pass? Crone had the RB. <laughs> now we're mad at Jake Cronenworth, and I'm with you. He hasn't been good. One for five in this game. He had the RBI hit. I mean, if we're mad at Cronenworth, we should be mad at everyone in this game. Literally everyone in this game, up and down the lineup, whether it's Machado, Drury, Alfaro, Bell, Myers, Grisham, you know, I mean, Nola had two hits. That was nice. Well, he watched strike three go down right down the middle with runners uh, two on and one out. Oh, well, great. Uh, he also had the only RBI in this game. So? So, I mean, I- I'm just saying, like, if we're going to be mad at Cronenworth, shouldn't we be mad at everyone? Yes, I'm mad at everybody. I'm just pointing out a situation in tonight's game where Cronenworth was up with less than two outs, didn't even swing the bat. The ball went right down the yep. middle. Yeah. I don't care if he had a home run in the beginning of the game. Less than two outs, and you have two runners on, and you fucking watch the ball go right down the middle. Yeah. No, it's not good. I'm with you, but I mean, (laughs) Trent Christian struck out four times in this game, including Bunning, including Bunning with two strikes. You know, you know, that's more of a priority for me based on what I've been watching than Jake Cronenworth. So is Alfaro. We can't hit the side of anything. Why is Alfaro here? Swinging. Someone tell me why why Alfaro is here. I don't know. I mean, he, he can't hit anything. Nor can Grisham. No one can. But anything. again, you have no Soto, you have no Drury. You know, you get thin quick. I mean, that, I mean, you could go back and maybe say that that strike three called on Drury changed the game. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you would have bases loaded, one out if it was properly called. He gets tossed, so you lose the player. Now well, Grisham, look, of course, later strikes out. Yeah, I mean that fucking umpire's a joke. I don't even know his name, but he was bad both ways. He was bad both ways. He was a fucking embarrassment to umpires. And the umpires have been so bad lately. <laughs> right, so that's saying something. Right. That is true. Uh, JD's third, thank you for the super. He says, Cleveland playing as a team, no doubt. Padres as individual players. It, it feels a little bit like it. It does. I mean, they get a lead. We had John Fanta on Fox Sports today. He said, Cleveland with a lead, look out. Because the back of their bullpen's good, and they never lose when leading after eight innings. He said it to a T. You fall behind, you're screwed. 
And again, this team, I don't care who they fall behind. Yeah, but I mean, I don't care who they fall behind. They fall behind the Washington Nationals. It's hard to come back. Right. They struggle versus everybody. But again, just talking about this team individually, like Fanto is right. You're not. You get to the you get to the ninth inning versus Classe. You're not you're not touching him. Yep. No. And they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, thank you, JD's third. Thank you, Juan, who says Will hasn't lived up to anything since he signed. No, he, he hasn't. He's only getting worse. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if he's hurt. I have no idea. He's got a six twenty or lower OPS this year. I mean, six twenty OPS. He's making twenty million dollars a year. He's got a six seventeen OPS. How bad is that? One. Trent Grisham has a six fifty eight run. One home run. In how many games? Like maybe 60, 50. (laughs) It's at least 50. Done. But to the point of, I forget who sent the super chat in earlier. Even though Cleveland can't hit any home runs, don't they look much more like a team than the Padres do? Even though the Padres theoretically have more talent. Well, they're also playing great baseball. They're 11 and four in their last 15. So you're catching a hot team, and the other team is sliding. That's San Diego. Have the Padres at all this season had an 11 and four stretch? They might. I think they did. Maybe. They had to. Maybe one. See, the problem Maybe with that one. is like they always have these like 11 and four stretches in May, in May and April. Like you yep. need to have those 11 and four stretches in like late August and September. Yeah. Yes. That's when it really matters the most, and you completely shit the bed and collapse year after year. Yeah, no, that's accurate. You're right. I mean, if they can get an 11 and four run in the final six weeks of the season, they're in the playoffs. But does anyone have confidence that they're going 11 and four with this schedule coming up? Not really. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'd be surprised if it happened. I'd be very surprised. Uh, Alex, thank you. He says, uh, thank you for the super. I doubt it, but they need to find some way to not allow umpires to not just eject someone just because they ripped into them for a bad call. Umpire soft. I didn't even think Drury ripped into him. I mean, maybe he said something, but I've seen much worse. I mean, that call was awful. How far off the plate was it in low? A foot? Easily. It wasn't even close, dude. The, the umpire was horseshit on both sides. Yeah. And- I I would bet if you looked, he's probably a newish, like newer to umpiring. <laughs> I don't care what he is. No, I don't care either. But I'm just saying, like, he's probably newer on the scene. Um, and that's why he has a quick trigger and he's sensitive to um curse words, probably. <laughs> a lot of theorizing. <laughs> Might be right though. Uh, Mark, uh, thank you for your support of this channel. We're going to tell you about Mark Nimitz coming up in a moment. And I, and I agree. I mean, I, I do. Um, Very bad. It's like everyone wants to hold Fernando Tatis Jr. accountable, and I get it. I do too. Does that hurt this team? Of course it does. Let's yeah. hold the players accountable on field for their lack of oh, oh, we will. Oh, we will. You know? um, yeah. And he has been. You, you know what? The truth is he has. I mean, that, that contract is such a bad contract. The truth is he has been. He had one I mean, good year. He had a half good year. He had one and a half good years with his team. When was the one good year? His all-star season. 2016? I think the following year he had 20, he had 30 plus home runs. Well, I thought 2016, if you look at his first half, second half, it's night and day. Oh, his first half he was great. And then second half he fell off a cliff. And <laughs> so that's not one good year. That's a half well, good no, year. Well, no, I think he had a good year the following year. Oh, did he? Yeah, it was think a decade he had- ago. 
or or was it i don't know hold on let me check here real quick um, wanna if i'm saying that right thank you so much for the super yes the strand diego fraudres of so many for sure outs well said well said all right what yeah. do you have for will yeah 2016 is all-star year he had 28 homers 94 rbis that was great uh, um he had an ops of 797 wasn't yes yeah, it's, it's fine the following year he had 30 homers 29 doubles with a 792 ops good solid and then after that fell off a cliff yeah it's been a long time since 2017 yeah yeah like a really long time yeah, and again think- is it all will myers no is it all trent grisham no is it all anyone no but it's no. all of them yes all of them yep all of them basically every basically. single one yeah again i mean i'll let you know machado get a free pass error over three but he gets a free pass because of the way he's been playing Yep. Um, but everyone else is accountable for the way this team is playing. Obviously, Juan Soto didn't play, so he's not accountable for tonight. But hopefully, it's not but, bad. You bet, I, I, dude. If he's not back by the start of the road trip, I will be concerned. Oh yeah, I'd be very concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned he's not playing tomorrow if he doesn't play tomorrow. I yeah, mean, that sucks. How do you beat Cal Quantra without Juan Soto? Hey, Richard you know, Simmons. Fuck go. you. Yeah, get him out of here. Um, frustrating loss. Thank you, where are you at productions for this very generous super? He says, frustrating loss. We still can't score with runners in scoring position. Something got to spark. We also have to know good pitches. We've been taking a strike down the middle for the last 13 games. It's not just Cronoworth. I mean, nobody does it more than Trent Grisham. There's nobody oh in baseball that does it more than Trent Grisham. Loves to watch strike three down the middle. Mm-hmm. He does. And it is frustrating. And I don't care. I mean, I do care. Without Juan Soto, you're thinking, okay, it's it's uphill. No other team has Juan Soto other than the Padres, yet they somehow managed to score runs. Cleveland yeah. doesn't have Juan Soto. They have Jose Ramirez. He comes through right. in the clutch. Yeah. So, I mean, other teams find ways to score. Again, with, I just I know? just feel like I'm not going to use the pressure, as, uh, uh, like say that there, there's too much pressure on this team. That's not an excuse. There's no There's no way I would do that. But pressing is a real thing, and this is a team-wide epidemic which it feels from everybody except for many of late that they are all pressing mm-hmm. they are all trying to do the have the big hit they're all trying to hit the three-run homer they're all trying to get the you know the the grand slam or whatever the case like they're mm-hmm. all pressing you're right because they know when a team makes a big move at a deadline the expectations go through the roof and not only was this a big trade this was the biggest trade Mm-hmm. So the, it feels like everybody's like trying to live up to this trade. That why do that? Just go out there and play. And they've been doing it ever since the deadline, even more so than they did before. Before they just didn't have the players. Before they were having Nomar Mazar hit cleanup for you. You're like, this ain't good enough. <laughs> you know, yeah, before they great. were better than they are now. I know, but I'm just saying before. I don't even know, dude. They just, this has been an issue the entire year. Well, they're 8 and 11 since the Soto trade. Okay. So they're 8 and 11 since the Soto trade. I agree with you. They've been pressing for three and a half weeks. And then we use the excuse, I I say we, um, of, well, Fernando Tatis Jr., the suspension is looming. It's hanging over the season. They even said it wasn't. Well, they they can say that, but now they get closure and it's still looming. (laughs) You know, well, today Juan Soto doesn't play and they still don't score. I mean, what, what is it going to take? To finally get this team playing free and loose, is it going to take 2023? 
It might. It might take the 2023 season. Unfortunately. Uh, JD's third. Thank you for the super. He says, we need real leaders. I'd be more pissed if Manny said, because we are the effing Padres instead of because I'm Manny effing Machado. There's a difference. Hmm. We need real leaders. I'd be more pissed if Manny said, because we are the effing Padres. Got you to make it more team as opposed to individual after that Dodgers sweep. So the Drury said after the game. Yeah. That what he said to the umpire was that was fucking terrible. And the umpire apparently said, you can't get in my face like that, and then ejected him. It was mm. Drury's first ejection in eight in seasons career. in the majors. Yep. Yeah, in his I career. Yep. So, what the fuck? I mean, are we asking players about camel rides now? <laughs> because I see Bernie Wilson, Juan, talk about the camel ride. I mean... I mean, dude, everything's on the table, John. This team, this, this season is... This season, if it could, if you can't get any weirder, they say hold my beer and it gets weirder. Yeah, no, you're right. It's getting very weird. I mean, you knew that Soto wasn't available when they didn't pinch hit for Grisham with two on in the eighth inning. I mean, yeah, that's how you not, know no. the Soto's not playing if he doesn't pinch hit in that spot. I was hoping he was going to come out of the dugout in that spot. He just didn't, so he wasn't available. You're not. You're not blaming. You're. You're not going to blame this, the the camel, are you? No, you already did on social media. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I mean, what no. do you? Didn't you already do it? I mean, I just blame the camel in general. I'm not saying I blame yeah. the camel for Soto's injury. Well, I, just, I, just, I mean, I have no freaking clue. I mean, I don't know. I could blame him getting out of bed improperly, or the camel hurting him, or it just happened. I have no idea what happened. I just want to blame. I just wanted to blame something in that moment, and I thought the camel yeah. was a perfect person to blame. Perfect camel thing to blame. You could be right. I mean, maybe it was the camel. Maybe. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was him doing dishes. I mean, it could. You know how backs work. We've all done it. We've all tweaked our back. I sleep wrong. I wake up. My exactly. back fucked. Uh, Alex says, uh, "Thank you, Alex, for the super." He says, "Does Myers have revealing pictures of Bob Melvin? I don't get why he still is playing and starting. I take anyone over him. Well, when you don't Had have, to. I mean, where else are you turning?" I mean, they, they don't have anybody else. Though. They got rid of Mazzara. They got Matt Batten. Great. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have to play. He didn't. He didn't create the roster. No. You know, it's like deja vu all over again. Now we got Richard Simmons, your boy, back. Where's our mods at, dude? <laughs> if you're a mod and you're here please help us with richard simmons tonight we appreciate it if you're not we'll add some more mod. if you want to become a mod uh email us padres wrap up show at gmail.com where's our boy jared at <laughs> padres wrap up show at, g- at he might, gmail.com he might probably, be at the, at the game yeah yeah i mean he's probably frustrated like everyone is uh juan thank you for the super he says i wrote camels and cabo and yes it's tough all right see look what we'll there you go saying. insider info from okay. juan Insider yep. info. Camels are the reason why Juan Soto didn't play tonight. <laughs> Man. Oh, shit. Well, Dude, it's also fun. It's, isn't it crazy, too? I see someone in the chat mention, like, Joey Gallo now just tearing it up for the Dodgers. Or at least coming up with big hits for the Dodgers. And then Trace Thompson hitting, like, 293 with the Dodgers. Right. Six home runs. Three run like, home run night. Like, what the fuck? How is this happening all the time? All the time. What is it? Bad luck, development, coaching, analytics. John, it's, it's the camel's fault. And then camel. it's also a curse. <laughs> camel's and curse and nothing else. I nothing like that. else. That's what I'm that's what I'm sticking to. I don't care what anyone else says. 
<laughs> Camels and curses. Dude, I don't disagree. Alex, thank you again for the super. He says, does the ump dad not allow him to curse? Like the umpire's father? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Dude, fuck that it's umpire. all stupidity. That, that's, it's, it's all stupidity. It yeah. really is. It's an embarrassment. and it, it is. And they change games constantly. Constantly. No accountability whatsoever. None. Uh, let's tell you about Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Mark is in the chat tonight. Mark is heated tonight, by the way. I don't blame him. Padres fans are heated tonight. Uh, you can be less heated if you save $750. I can tell you that. And you can do that by switching your insurance to Mark Nimitz, Auto Home, Renner's Life, Earthquake Insurance. I have my homeowners and my earthquake through Mark. He has saved us money. He has saved us time. And he saved us thousands of dollars because we've recently had a claim this spring, we had to have our floors replaced. We had a leak. We had to have our ceilings painted. We had so much work done. All thanks to Mark, it was taken care of because we filed the claim. We had Mark as our insurance agent. He took care of it. The process was simple and easy. It, it could have taken forever, um, but he prevented that from occurring. So I thank you, Mark, for that. My family thanks you as well. And again, if you're looking for an insurance agent with great service and communication that is in San Diego, that is a Padres fan that uh, was born and raised here, and you're looking to support a local business, please consider Mark Nimitz. There is a link for his website down below. Click show more and you can get a quote online. You can get all of his contact information. Anything you need is available at this site that is on the screen right now. But again, if you want to support this channel and if you want to support a local business, please, if you have insurance needs, contact Mark. Yeah, all his information is above my head. Mnimitz at farmersagent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Juan Soto has... Talk to the media, John. Okay, good, good, good. Do you want to pull it up, or what's he say? He said he felt a shock in his back shortly before the game. Oh, he took swings during the game, but wasn't deemed well enough to pinch hit. While Soto thinks that the injury is, quote, nothing crazy, Melvin suggested it's unlikely he'll play tomorrow. I mean, dude, how? I, there's a curse, bro. How could you just all of a sudden feel a shock in your back out of nowhere? Yeah, what's a like, shock? Oh, what? Like, what? Well, he's got a violent swing. I mean... Like, oh Jesus. Yeah, the curse got me. Know. The curse. It's curse is pushing Tatis off motorcycles and shocking Soto's back and injuring Manny's ankle. Good. Not good. Not good. I mean, and again, even missing tomorrow, it's like, well, there's only 37 games left. So to miss back to back games, you're missing like you know, five percent of the remaining season when you miss a couple of games, if not more than that. Um by the way, Mike Clevenger, six innings tonight, two runs. You need to win those games. We are broken records. Darvish the other day, whatever it was, seven innings, one run, or eight, no, into the ninth inning, <laughs> having allowed just one run. It's like, Jesus, how many times can you lose getting a quality start? Because that's happening all well, too often. Well, they can lose a lot of games with quality starts, John. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> we're seeing I, it. They are trying to one-up themselves every time they get a quality start from a pitcher. And it's working. They're doing great at it. I mean, Clevenger allowed, like, no base runners. I mean, he did allow two solo home runs. Okay, though. I mean, that's not the end of the world. That should not be like, oh, man, you allowed two solo home runs. He deserved to lose. No, your offense at home. How about 40,000 people, Jim, every night? It's a Tuesday. What are they doing? They're just sitting there waiting for something to happen, and it never happens. Never. I feel so bad for everyone that has supported this team throughout, specifically the second half of the season, 40,000 every single night, which is amazing. It's amazing to see. I'm getting texts during the game from people out east, like John Fanta, who's a Guardians fan. He's like, this is unbelievable. Is it always like this? I said, yeah, it has yeah. been. And they just yeah. don't, but they don't, 
for whatever reason, the team doesn't show up. The crowd does, and then the team doesn't. It, it makes no sense. It just makes no sense. They can't overcome themselves. They can't overcome four innings of no hit. Like, it just carries out through the entire game. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, they can't – it just feels like you know how it's going to play out if you see the first time three through the innings. order, three yep. innings, and it's one, two, three, one, two, walk, get an out. You know, like like – you can tell pretty quickly in the last month here how this team is going to perform offensively and they can't overcome themselves. They just can't. That's that's yeah, a sign of right. a bad baseball team that not being able to overcome some adversity in game and have and they have to have everything go right for them for a full game. Like they, they no, that's that's a sign of a bad team right there. Yeah. Now, again, they kind of were able to handle it against Washington a couple of times, Saturday and Sunday, going down by Dude, a big run. Triple A team, bro. They went down by a big run, and then oh, they came all the way back from the one-run deficit up. to win. And they scored two runs to win yeah. after overcoming a one-run deficit. Yeah. Uh, Jake, thank you for your membership. Thank you for your super. Thank, thank you, Jake. Thank you for your Thank yeah, you all you guys who are here tonight. Moon. Launch him to the sun. Yeah. Now, we don't advocate violence. I'll just say that, Jake. But, Richard, get out of here, man. Get out of the chat. It's a bot, though, bro. But, but thank you, Jake. Thanks, uh, Thank you, Patman0074. We appreciate your super. We appreciate your support of this channel. He says, as soon as this offense comes back, if that ever happens, I know for a fact that this pitching will fall apart. Can't ever have both. And it is such a good point. Um, and with 37 games, I mean, do we have confidence that the offense, quote-unquote, comes back? You're facing 25% of your remaining games are against the Los Angeles Dodgers. I don't know if anyone has, anyone has watched the Los Angeles Dodgers this year. They lose they never, except to the Brewers. They smoke the Brewers, uh, right? Oh. They destroy the Brewers tonight. But their team ERA is like two. So <laughs> nine of your remaining 37 are against one of the best teams ever created in baseball history. And I'm not kidding. They're on pace to win 113 games. The record's 116. They could still do it. So the offense get turned around in the face of that. That's 25% of your remaining games. So you got to be really good in the other 75%. We talked about it today on John and Jim. If they go anything less than four and five, you're right. pushing it. Three no, and six, really pushing it. maybe. But if they go two and seven in the nine games they face the Dodgers, you're not making the postseason. I'm sorry. You're just not. Because that means you have to go. It's a math game. And you have to go do the math for me, John. What? Uh, 18 well, three and, and six. Like I mean, six. <laughs> Okay, three and six with 37 to play means you have 28 others. Um, that means if you go 15 and 13 and, and the others, you're under five. <laughs> 18 and 10, three and six is 21 and 16. I think that'll get it done. Me personally, I think that'll get it done. No guarantee, though. But that just shows you how and good 10. And we just said, can this team go 11 and five in a stretch of 16 games? And it feels like that's, right. that's impossible. And you're and asking them to go 10, 18 and 10 in a, in a 28 game span and while you're playing while you, good teams. Yeah. Even those 28 games, Cleveland, dude, San Francisco, saw, it's fine. Jeremiah just put in the chat Baltimore 64 and 58. Padres are 68 and 57. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, the Padres have been one of the worst second half teams in baseball since 2019. Um, if you don't include 2020 because there was no second half, 19, 21, 22, they're like the fourth worst winning percentage in baseball in second halves. Um, whose fault is that? I don't know. I don't Everyone. know because they keep changing. They keep changing everything. 
Um, okay, Sadfriar says the curse is real. The curse of the land? Is that what we're saying? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, something's not right. Something's not right. To go 60 years and have to deal with this basically every year is pretty frustrating. Thank you, Sadfriar, for the super. Uh, thank you, Alex, for this super. He says, Soto not hurt in five seasons with the Nationals. The Padres is hurt. <laughs> so, Isn't that incredible? I haven't looked at what's. I mean, so has played what one fifty something every year. I'll check. Dude, I, he's never gone on the IL, right? I don't think so. No. He's, right, he's had so, to miss a game, well, I would assume, for health, but maybe not. Taking away the twenty eighteen season, because obviously he was called up later on. Yep. He played one hundred and fifty games in twenty nineteen. Okay. Forty seven out of the sixty in twenty twenty. Forty seven. There must have been something there, right? Was it? I mean, there had yeah. to be something. Right. 151 last year. And then obviously this year, a total of 119. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty good health. It's pretty good health. Yeah. Yeah. 150 you, plus. Gonna, yeah. It's fine. In this area, there's like, not a lot of guys playing more than 150. If it was literally like 162, 60, 162, 150, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he gets fucking hurt here, you're like, what? Dude, you're not but kidding. This is normal. If As long as he doesn't go on like the IL or something crazy like that, because that would be. A disaster. Oh, a complete disaster. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, by the way, earlier today, I don't know if you guys saw it, Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, yeah. Fully apologized for his actions, took complete responsibility, spoke with his team, spoke with the media at length without any script for 21 minutes. Um, Do you accept his apology for the chat? I do. I think Jim has, by and large, accepted the apology as well. You can speak for yourself. But do you accept the apology? Um, Are you willing to... Look past it, heading into 2023 with Fernando Tatis Jr., who I thought spoke really well today. There's been a lot of times Fernando Tatis Jr. has botched press conferences, and I haven't really cared because I know what he does on field. I think today he had to be better. He realized the moment was more important, and I do think he was better. Does it make up for his actions? Of course it does not. His actions speak for themselves, and he needs to be better. But announcing that he'll get shoulder surgery, that he'll spend the offseason in San Diego, and that he takes full responsibility for his actions over the last year for me is a step forward for Fernando Tatis Jr. Does it save this team in 2022? I have no idea. Does it put them in a better situation in 2023? I also have no idea. But I do give him credit and respect what he said earlier today. I do not think it makes up for his actions, obviously. I did put a poll in the uh, chat. Do you accept the apology from Fernando Tatis Jr. today? Um, Wow, bunch of votes already. 70% say yes. 30% 30% say no. Okay. Fair. Um, I accept the apology. Um, it would be, I think, you know, if someone if someone makes a mistake and they truly apologize to you and you just don't accept that apology, how would you feel if you made a mistake 
and you said sorry and that person didn't accept your apology mm -hmm. right now it goes to what are his actions going to be after this apology that will really make this stick with everybody you know like if he goes out and continues to do the same things reckless in the offseason uh i'm not saying injuries are his fault but getting injured people are going to be upset with it um god forbid gets caught with another ped you get my point lying about stuff being you know reckless whatever the case may be if he continues to do that then today will not mean anything because words are just words actions speak louder so i accept his apology with the basis that I believe and hope that his actions will match his words today. And if they do, that's great. And if they don't, then that's going to suck. But right now I accept his apology for sure. You know, sometimes there's a moment in time where you either hit a rock bottom or it becomes a moment where you change your ways. I mean, a lot of people go through it with the perspective of time. You know, the older you get, you realize probably there's somewhere along the way in your life where you have to change your ways. And maybe you don't have to do that when you're 23-year-old Fernando Tatis Jr. until now because he's always been uh, an elite athlete and a superstar baseball player. And what comes with that is the ability to push limits, right? And you get treated differently than others. Well, maybe this is the moment where he will actually change his ways and maybe the Padres long-term, and you talked about that, this today, Jim, maybe long-term, they'll be better off for it. Now, in the short term, it's it's a problem. I mean, you don't have them and you could absolutely use them. They can't score runs. They're fighting to get into the postseason. Everyone wants a deep playoff run. You traded for Juan Soto. He's impacting you to start 2023 as well. But Knowing that 12 years remain on this deal, if this is a moment that changes the trajectory of his career, specifically off-field, then maybe we'll look back on it and say it was an, an important moment and it led to a lot of successes for Tatis and the team on the other side of it. Maybe. We don't know. Look, I, I don't think you could ever really forget or if, they, if this team doesn't go on into win a World Series – I don't think you'll ever forgive him for this season. Like this season for Tatis will always be known as the what ifs, right? If they don't win a world series, what if Tatis was here? What could he have done with this team? You know, and that's always going to be the part that's going to stick with Padres fans is until they win a world series, this year will be the giant. What if now first fuck, they got to make the postseason, <laughs> right? But still, you traded for Juan Soto this year. You got Drury. You got Bell with the idea you're going to have Fernando Tatis Jr. in this lineup down the stretch. That's not going to happen. So for this season, you'll never forget it. Now he could come back next year and they were going to win a World Series and all could be forgotten. But this season, until that that day where they're they have a World Series trophy, it will always be the season. And that's I think where Padres fans are going to just, you know hard on to until they win it yeah and if they don't make the postseason again there'll be a lot of blame thrown his way i'm sure if they don't make the postseason i would tell you there's probably a lot of other reasons why they wouldn't qualify for the postseason but could it be impactful of course even though he was only supposed to play maybe 40 he would have been what eligible for the final 42 games roughly 44 games something like that of the regular season but they could use them now that's for sure let's get back to these supers we do need to tell you about our partners including aura or uh aura dot organic also omar sanchez loans by omar.com but thank you again where you at productions for this very generous super he says wow thanks man 
Uh, made a Padre Hype video to help send the curse away. Hope it works. Also, when is it a matter of time before you guys give Nick Martinez or any other guys a look at the rotation again or look at hitting help? Um, well, Martinez has been really good. I mean, he's been great in the bullpen. I don't think the rotation has really let them down by and large here, at least in the last handful of days. Um, I don't know where you turn for hitting help other than AAA. Luis Campisano for Jorge Alfaro. I would do that tomorrow. If I was in charge, uh, Eggy Rosario, you know, could he help the struggling offense? Maybe to some extent, where's he going to play? He's an infielder. But um, I don't know. I'm fine with Nick Martinez because he's been successful out of the bullpen. Yeah, I think they need him more in the bullpen than need him as a starter right now. He's, he's, he brings more value to the bullpen than in the rotation, I feel like. I think so. I mean, I know Manai has struggled. I know he's good his last time out, and nobody wants to see Manai struggle like he has. So if that continues, maybe you have to make some decision. I don't know if it would be Nick Martinez. Maybe it would be a guy in your AAA rotation, Kinnear, Weathers, someone. I don't know. Um, but I do I do think that Manaya. I mean, he was a lot better. I know it was Washington, but he was a lot better when he threw the other day. Seven innings, one run. Uh, thank you again. Where are you at Productions? Very generous. We appreciate that. Uh, thanks, guys, for hanging out. Please subscribe if you're here and a Padres fan. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Padres lose tonight, game one to the Guardians at Petco 3 1. JD's third thank you. He says, I do not like that he's stuck with the ringworm story. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I still don't believe him fully, but what are we, what are you going to do? Mm hmm. Like that's his story. He only only he knows the real truth of what happened. And if he's sticking with it, then he's sticking with it. But he prefaced by saying that, yeah, that's what happened, but I have no one else to blame but myself. This was my mistake. I what I did was wrong, even if I'm sticking with the ringworm story. Yeah, I think he knew he was putting himself in jeopardy in retrospect. I don't know what his primary motivation was. I don't know if we'll ever know what his primary motivation was, but the fact that he dropped the appeal and is super apologetic to me means that he is taking accountability for his actions. And he knew he was doing something he shouldn't have been doing. That, that's how I view it right now. Um, I do want to tell you about Omar Sanchez at edge home finance, our newest partner here on the wrap up show. He's got a brand new website. We're going to show it to you in a moment. Loans by Omar Com. Again, loansbyomar.com. Great resource for anyone looking for a mortgage or to refinance. He's here to help all Padres fans with their mortgages. You can check out the brand new website. Again, loansbyomar.com. Let me pull that up right now for you. And the way to do that is by pulling it up right now for you. So loansbyomar.com is on your screen right now. Brand new site. Um Check it out. You can scan the QR code on the screen to get to the page. You can text Omar at any point, 619-387-7798. He's your San Diego native mortgage broker. San Diegan that went to San Diego State and is a huge Padres fan. If you're looking to get into your dream home, he can help you. Or if you want to refinance to consolidate debt, he can help. If you're in the process of buying or refinancing and you want a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best deal possible, just call or text Omar, you're going to get a free consultation. And if you're at this site, make sure to click on the education tab. You'll get all the resources you need. I'm talking about for first-time home buyers. I'm talking about for anyone that has any mortgage needs, home buyers, renters, refinancing, 
anything you need, it's available from Omar at loansbyomar.com. So if you are looking to support a local business, if you have any mortgage needs, please support our buddy Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance and check out his brand new site at loansbyomar.com. Yep, the uh, QR code top of the screen there will take you to this website. So if you're watching this video, you just scan the QR code and it will take you right to this website. Great website. Make sure to text them as well, 619-387-7798. When you reach out to Omar, let him know that John and Jim from the Rapido sent you. All right, thank you, Omar. We're going to get back to the Supers. Again, the Padres lose to the Guardians. John and Jim with you on this Tuesday evening. Series will wrap up tomorrow at 1.10 p.m. It sounds like Juan Soto will not be in the lineup for the Padres because of lower back tightness. Not good. All right, so, yeah, not good. I see a lot of this in the chat, and this is Jake's. The cheating? Yeah. Like, would you accept the apology from a cheating spouse? Right. Some people do. Some people don't, right? Some people do. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. I think this is also a little different situation. <laughs> um, everything, Every situation is different. Mm-hmm. But really? if that person is remorseful and says sorry, and they and you truly believe them, I'm not saying you have to stay with this person. But you can forgive that person, right? Yeah, absolutely. And there are a lot of people that do that, by the way. And there are a lot of people that don't and draw a hard line. Yeah, and they and they go to the line of, I'm never forgiving you and I never want to see yep. you ever again. And that's fine. That's right. But in, in most, case, most cases, you probably see the, I forgive you I'm for what you did. Yep. I forgive you and I accept your apology. But again, we're done. Like, that's fine too. And And... And that's, you can, you know, Tatis is like, you forgive him, but you just don't forget. And you have to see actions. And if he goes on the field, like you said, performs off the field, he, he is a model citizen and, uh, which he, by all accounts is just does stupid, immature stuff that hurts himself and his teammates. Um, Hmm. that if he, you know, does all the right things and says all the right things, then those actions will, you know, line up with the words that he said today. Yeah, it's a little different. And Jake, I mean, I think it's a good analogy, but it's like, here's the thing. With a spouse, you can get out at any point. Right. With a player, you really can't. There's a lot of circumstances at play. Yeah, you can't You can't be like, you know what? We're getting divorced right now. There's no, you can't do that. No, there's no real recourse for that. He's got a no trade clause. He earns a lot of money. He's a talented individual. So there's a lot of things that are comparable. There's some things that are different. And I think they're better off together than apart. It's my personal opinion on the Padres' future. Now, do I think yeah. he lasts all 14 years? To be honest with you, no, I really don't. No, um, I don't. If he give, give you eight, so, give like me, eight, exactly. Yeah, give me, give me your prime. Give, you know, give me the next four or five years. Let's see what happens and go from there. Um, Juan saying, "Thank you for the super Bitcoin." He didn't put his bling in someone. Relax. <laughs> okay, are we talking about cheating here? I think so. I think so. Thank you, Juan. <laughs> Alex, thank you for the super. He says, 2019 Tatis injury, 2021 deadline failure, starting pitching, 2022 Tatis suspension. What's going to be a reason for collapsing in 2023? Shake my head every year. Great question. Great question, Alex. I don't know. <laughs> I've, I have no answers for this team if they don't make the postseason. I have zero, zero. answers. Zero. I know you're going to blame Melvin, not going to blame Preller. I mean, people will blame Tatis. I'll tell you that, I mean, they were 17 over without him. 
But I get it. Tatis will take blame. I mean, but who should really take blame is this, you know, this failure of of an offense. (laughs) The players? Yeah, I mean, and not not all the players have been a failure on offense, but a lot of them have been. So thank you, Alex. Thank you, J.D.'s third, who says, um, the baseball world and Hall of Fame will never forgive or forget Tatis and steroids. San Diego will, of course, if he performs. If not, it will be bust of all time yeah it's gonna be hard to get into the hall of fame i mean shoot this guy's just got to be on the field he's nowhere near the hall of fame just based on his performances because he's never on the field hall of fame talent yeah you you can't you can't worry about that right now yeah you just got to worry about getting on the field staying healthy and helping this team win yeah like bo jackson was a hall of fame hall of fame talent and then he stopped playing because of it yep yeah, injuries are, I mean, like I've said before, like one of the worst things you can say about an athlete is he never lived up to his potential. And I don't want to say that about Fernando Tatis Jr. Like he had all the potential in the world and just hasn't been on the field enough to impact his team enough. So thank you again, JD's third. And thank you, Ronald, for this super as well. He says, I am really hoping Siler doesn't say F it. Me too. But we're saying with with Tatis or with the, with the payroll? With the payroll. Mm-hmm. How can you continue to pay this much money when you don't win and don't make the postseason? At some point, if they do not win, there has to be a breaking point. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't blame Seidler for saying blow this thing up if they can't win. Yeah. And I also don't think he he owns this team for forever. Again, we're in this moment of time we keep talking about. I mean, is it a five-year yeah. period of time where he is the primary owner of this franchise? It's not going to be 15 years, you wouldn't think. No. So it's like we're in this moment of time where you traded for Juan Soto. You have Fernando Tatis Jr. and Manny Machado. You have this CBT payroll or over the CBT payroll. Yet you still can't win. It's perplexing. It's what Mind it is. Blowing. Yes. No doubt. It really is. Uh, let's get back to the supers here. Just scrolling down in the chat. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. I want to get to this from our buddy, Where You At Productions, who says Tatis is, excuse me, Tatis knows this is. His last warning, if he screws up again, you'll see a massive trade in the offseason without a doubt. Again, he'd have to sign off. How could he even screw up again in the offseason if he's going to have shoulder surgery and be recovering from that and the wrist? He says he's going to be in San Diego. No more bike riding. No more yeah, hiking in the mountains. Like an ankle bracelet on him that tracks where he is at all times. Just go stay in the hotel across the street from Petco. And then, just go, and then play go work out at Petco every day. Go work out at Petco every day. Play video games. Go to restaurants, whatever. Go but, to restaurants. You know what I mean? Like, go to movies. Yeah, you can do those things. That's it. It's all you can do. And it's then train and work out. And maybe sleep. a little bit of beach, but we don't need to see surfing or anything with no, sharks. No, no, no. Maybe tanning just, here and yeah, there. Just go out and lay in the sand. That's yep. fine. Maybe Dip go toes in. Dancing a little bit if you want. Yeah, right. You know? Tatis rules. Yeah, Tatis rules. It's all you can do. Coming off a wrist and a shoulder, when will be his first stolen base attempt when returning? Game one, five, 10, mm-hmm. 20, 50. Well, I mean, thinking about this, you get the shoulder surgery. Theoretically, he's back to being healthy. He's back to being healthy. And there's no more like Tatis rules where he can only slide his feet first and he has to keep both hands on the bat. Because he was still keeping both hands on the bat in the minors. Right. Did, you, did you see that when he was on rehab assignment? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And he had a big knob on the bat. And we all and we've had this discussion before. You gotta let Tatis be Tatis. So maybe yeah. this helps him in the longer run. Like if you're looking at a light at the end of the a, a light out of the darkness, right? 
this is a horrible thing that he did. Stupid. But if this thing did not happen, then he probably doesn't get shoulder surgery again. And who knows if he comes back and he gets shoulder subluxed again. You're right. By the way, he knew in June, according to what he told the media today. No, July. I listened back Ju- to it. Okay. It was July. But someone it put, was July. Okay. He knew yes. in July, which means when he went out on rehab, he knew he was not playing. I mean, he said barring, he, he, said he found out miracle. late July. Yeah, he said he found late July. But he was on rehab in August. The trade deadline was in August. Yeah. Um, nobody else knew, apparently. Maybe Jerickson Profar did because Tatis told him face-to-face. So yeah. maybe a few others did. Maybe those close to him knew. But if you go back and watch some of his conversations, I've seen people talking about this. If you look at him late July, early August with the media. He's very down. He, yeah, he was he, right. He was going through it. He was definitely going through it. And then his time even in double A, he knew he was just on borrowed time. I mean, yeah. maybe he was hoping that somehow the appeal process could benefit him because of his agency or I don't even know. But yeah. in the back of his mind, I'm sure he was laying his head down on the pillow at night saying, how's this going to end? Like, when's this charade going to be up? That was probably a long two, three weeks, dude. I bet it was a really long two, three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alex, thank you. He says, I had the same back tightness happen to me at work, not a doctor, but when I had it, only lasted a couple of days, just a lot of stretching. All right, Alex has had back tightness, and he was good in a couple of days. Okay. Juan Soto is probably just as good of an athlete as Alex, if not better. So maybe there's a miracle and he's back feeling 100% tomorrow. They'll probably still give him the day. Alex and Juan Soto are like the same person, so I feel good. Yeah, They're basically identical. Uh, We will get back to the Supers in a moment. I do want to remind our viewers about this great offer we have going on right now with Aura, ORA.organic. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan and a San Diegan. This company has offices in Liberty Station. Their website, easy to get to, ORA.organic. There's also a link down below. Click the Build Your Routine button. You're getting 30% off your very first order at ORA.organic. This is a company with only plant-based nutritional products, whether it's probiotics, I take one every day, for digestion and heart health and more reasons, whether it's proteins for after-workouts or pre-workout supplements or omega-3 oils or immunity pills or sleep pills. There's literally something for everyone, you, your spouse, your family, your friends. Browse by clicking that shop button in the top left corner at ORA.organic. Again, a local business that does business with us, and we ask that you support them if you have any health needs, probiotics to proteins, whatever it is, ORA.organic, 30% off your very first order. Yeah, go there right now. They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Uh, Protein powder is delicious. The pre-workout powder that I take, the raspberry lemonade flavor is delicious. Probiotics that John takes, the fish oil pills, everything you need, they have it. Build your routine. 30% 30% off your first order, www.aura.organic. You go there, get everything. You'll thank us later. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Aura. Again, check them out, ORA.organic. Thank you for your support of our partners here on the Wrap-Up Show and for your super chats and your generosity. JD's third saying this with the super. How do you feel about him hanging around with the team? I think it's good for Tatis. Mm-hmm. I really do. He's gone through a lot. Some of it self-inflicted, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's good for Tatis. I don't think it negatively impacts the team personally. He's not around them once the gates open, once the games are underway. He can't because of the suspension. I don't believe, Jim, he would be then traveling with the team. No, and he's about to have shoulder surgery. But I think with the teams at home, I think it's good that he's around them for a couple hours during the day. That's my personal belief. Yeah, and I think that um, 
they will accept him after today's team only meeting because it seemed like it was a good meeting with Tatis and the players. And I don't, I feel like there was nothing that was held back. You know, like even Preller today mentioned there was a lot of hard questions and, and tough love. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what's needed and what needed to happen, you know, for them to say, what the fuck were you thinking? And this is unacceptable and whatever the case may be. So with that being said, everything's out in the open and you, you heard what Joe Musgrove said, who's an obvious leader of this team. You know, sometimes you got to be a man, own up to your mistakes, say what you did, and we move on. And there's probably some maybe in that clubhouse that still don't accept his apology. I don't know. But I think if the team says it's okay and the players say it's fine, I think he's going to be around the team. Yeah, I agree. And I thought he said some really impactful things. Like he asked his teammates to hold him accountable and help like show him the way. I'm paraphrasing, but he did say he asked for his teammates to hold him accountable. I thought he really showed a lot of remorse. Without having anything written or prepared, I thought he really he surprised me a great deal. He really did because I've seen him laugh off everything. You know, like like a 20-year-old could do at times when you when the world's in front of you and you could do no wrong. But at 23, when you've erred in a big way and you've changed the trajectory of your career and your life with this suspension, it's I give him some credit for changing his ways, if in fact he will change his ways. I think the shoulder surgery. Again, I think is significant. I think spending time in San Diego is significant, and we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's no guarantee. The, if we're asking him to be perfect for the next 12 years, I still think that's not very realistic. Mm. Could there be blowups and dugouts? Could there be another off-field issue? Could there be another injury? Of course, all these yeah. things are possible. So, but, you know, and, I think the expectations yeah. have to be reasonable. I think we got to ask him to be better and do more, but I don't think we have to ask him to be perfect and change everything about himself over the course of one off season, because I just think that's asking a lot. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that he needed this to happen for things to change, but you know, sometimes people need a big wake up call. Mm -hmm. This was the biggest wake up call you could get in the, in, in baseball. <laughs> so hopefully this turns out to be uh, a good thing for Tatis in the future that he realizes he can't he there is no way that he could keep doing what he was doing in the offseason and kind of being reckless and you know just me, me like uh, like it the, at times it felt like it was a me 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 type of feel from Tatis yeah no doubt i mean yeah is i mean Tatis has had Tatis has flaws like we all do um yeah. You know, I prefer a player that's flawed that can play like him to another player <laughs> with flaws or not flawed, but he's got flaws. And the, the, the one thing he has to do, like people are saying here, he's just got to stay on the field. Yep. Has to. Yep. And even next year, knowing that he's only going to have an opportunity to play what? In the neighborhood of 130 games, depending on whether they make the postseason or not. So there's even more of a premium. Now you only have 130 games. You don't have 162. You got to maximize it. You got to find a way to play 118 of 130, you know, 120 of 130. Not 130 of 130, but 120 of 130. Got to find a way to put a season like that together. Because he's not playing more than 120 games probably next year. Or 123, 124, something like that. Um, all right, guys. Well, we are going to be back with you again tomorrow night, recapping game two of this two-game series. Then we'll look ahead to that critical nine-game road trip that kicks off Friday night in Kansas City against a 
lowly Royals team, but then includes a road trip through San Francisco and Los Angeles as well. Before we get out of here, thank you guys for the supers. We can get to these last minute supers where you at production saying, could a guy like Musgrove help Tatis down the road and help develop him into a leader? I don't see why not. It's at least Musgrove's possible. 30. Tatis is 23. So yeah, I mm -hmm. think he can. Yeah. No, but again, you got to want it. It's like you yeah. got to want to stop drinking. You got to want to change your ways. I'm not saying right. Tatis drinks, but you have to want it. You can't say other people can't say, man, you should stop drinking. Well, that's great. I mean, it's easy for me to say yeah. that. I'm not the drinker. You know, Jim's the alcoholic, not me. What? I don't know. Thank you. Where are you at? Man. Productions for that. Uh, before we get out of here, I do want to remind you about our brand new. How about this, Jim? The wrap-up show has Whoa. an official podcast. It is of Friars on Base, part of the Fan Sided Network. So the official podcast of FriarsOnBase.com is the wrap-up show. It's presented by Higher Impact Financial. Check them out at HigherImpactFinancial.com. But if you ever miss the wrap-up show and you want the audio-only edition, we are on all kinds of podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts and also Spotify. Also, just go to FriarsOnBase.com immediately after a show. And that'll be up within 15 or 20 minutes. Friarsonbase.com, a great resource for Padres fans. And I also want to tell you about Eric Lanier, the founder of Higher Impact Financial, San Diego born and raised. His mission is to align his clients' values and passions with their finances. With so many ideas and noise about how to manage finances well, it can get overwhelming. Eric is a fiduciary. He will only make recommendations that truly make sense for you. He specializes in retirement planning for individuals and couples who are looking to retire in five years or less. Along with that, if you're a new family trying to figure out financial planning and investing, Eric can help you too, whether it's figuring out how to manage your debt, paying for college for your kids, or improving your cash flow. Call Eric at 951-383-3033 or visit him again at higherimpactfinancial.com. Check out our merch, as we always tell you. There's a link down below for the merch. And also consider becoming a member, custom emojis and badges and members-only content. Please subscribe if you're a Padres fan. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter, at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Support our partners, Mark Nimitz and Farmers Insurance. Save $750 on your insurance. There's a link down below for Mark. He's our title sponsor. Aura, ORA.organic, 30% off your first order at ORA.organic and Omar Sanchez at loansbyomar.com. Again, loansbyomar.com, here to help all Padres fans with their mortgage needs. Until tomorrow night, for Jim, I'm Jim. We'll see you on the radio at 3 p.m. on Extra 1360 in the iHeartRadio app. See you guys tomorrow night. Thanks, guys. Peace. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.